Fear is not your portion. God has given a spirit of power to step out of your comfort zone. A spirit of love because where there is love, there is no fear. A spirit of self-control where you are controlling yourself and not letting fear control you. Greetings, family, and welcome to another service at Graceway Church. It's always an honor. It's always a pleasure to stand before you. It's an opportunity I don't take lightly, but I just want to thank God for this opportunity. Father, may you use me this morning. Father, may you touch souls like you've never touched them. Father, use my word just to strengthen believers out there and unbelievers. Father, give all the glory, give all the honor. Father, when all is said and done, may you be glorified in Jesus' most precious name. Holy Spirit, come into this place in Jesus' most wonderful name. May those that are receiving this message, Holy Spirit, be their witness in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Listeners, Last week, a message was shared on living a life that's unkept. This is a life that God desired for us. This is a life that God wanted us to live. That is why he said when he created Adam and Eve, have dominion, take control of this land. God desires for us to live an unkept life, a life of abundance, a life that has no limitations. A life that Jesus says, I came so that you may have life and have life in abundance. A life that overflows in this life and into eternity. I just want to continue on that message, but I want to tackle one of the hurdles that the devil uses to prevent us from living such a life that is full of honey, a life that is flowing with milk, a life that is a life of joy, a life of peace, a life of happiness. One of the handles or the arrows that the devil uses to prevent us from living such a life is fear. And the Tatma message this morning is living a fearless life. You may recall the story of the Israelites who God took out of Egypt and led them into the promised land. But before they got there, fear engulfed them. Fear took control. When they got the feedback that giants occupied the promised land, Fear settled in their hearts, and as a result of that, fear led them into the wilderness. Child of God, don't allow fear to move you away from what God has promised you. And a land flowing with milk and honey leads you into the wilderness. Fear engulf them and instead of walking and taking occupation of the promised land they walked away into the wilderness fear is a snare fear prevents us from stepping out of our comfort zones fear prevents us 
from stepping out and reaching out to our goals, reaching out to the desired life that God has for us. Fear keeps us in bondage. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, Jesus came to release all who had fear of death from the bondage. Fear will keep you bondage. Fear will keep you hamstrung. The Bible also says in the book of 1 John chapter 4, it says fear torments. Fear torments. There is nothing that is pleasant about fear. Fear torments. Fear enslaves you. Fear grips you. Fear is bondage. And I'm here to say, child of God, fear does not come from God. Fear comes from the devil. Fear is currency that the devil uses. Fear is what the devil uses to prevent you from achieving, from reaching out to what God has destined for you. How many of us has God said to us, go and start up a business? Go and get married. Go and further your studies. Send out your CV and look for another job. But fear engulfs us. And the most common type of fear is the fear of failure. What if my business does not make it? What if I register and I don't get through the year? What if I get married and my marriage collapses? What if I send up my CV and I get rejected? Many people have died with their dreams because of fear. Someone said the other day, many people die at 20 and are buried at 70. Because of fear. Fear dominates. Fear engulfs you. Fear constrains you. Fear keeps you in bondage. And instead of living, you then die. You continue to breathe, but you have no desire for anything better because you are afraid of failure. This morning, I am here to encourage someone that you are born to live a fearless life, child of God. Where does fear come from? Fear, as I said earlier on, fear comes from the devil. When Adam was asked by God to name the animals, he didn't say, God, I'm afraid I might fail. I'm afraid I might not have such a large vocabulary to name all these animals. But no, he did not. He went ahead 
and named every animal that was brought to him. And this was before he fell. When he had fallen, God comes walking in the garden and he's looking for Adam and Eve and he says, where are you? And they are hiding because when they heard this voice of God, they went into hiding. They stepped out of dominion into hiding. They went and hid behind the things that God had said you must take control of because fear had come through the devil when they fell. And when they came out eventually, he says, Lord, I looked at myself and I was naked. I was afraid. That is the first time in the Bible the word afraid, the word fear came out of man because he had fallen. So fear was never God's package for you. Fear was never God's desire for you. Fear is currency that the devil uses. But faith is the currency that we receive what God has graciously given to us. Don't let fear prevent you from reaching out to what God has planned. A story is told by Jesus and it's called the parable of the talents. And what caught my attention in this story is that Jesus says the master was about to go. So he then gives talents to his servants according to their abilities. He gives to one five, he gives to another two, and he gives to the third one one. He then goes away and the two that he had given five and two immediately took what had been given to them and began to work with it and began to trade in it and began to try and multiply it and dipped out of their comfort zone. This was probably the first time that the master had given them talent, but they stepped out of their comfort zone. They moved out into territory that they'd never been before and started trading with the master's talent. But the one that the master had given one, he took his talent and dug a hole and hid it there. When the master came back, and he was getting feedback now from his servants, the two that had gone to work had doubled the talents. And the master said to them, well done, good and faithful servants. You are faithful with little, more shall we give it you. Enter the joy of the Lord. And the one that went and dug the talent out and came back, proud to say, Master, I've protected your talent. I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of stepping out, out of my comfort zone. Therefore, here is your talent, Master. And the Master looked at him and said, You wicked 
and lazy servant. You wicked and lazy servant. The servant was afraid. Fear engulfed him. Fear held him. Fear prevented him from stepping out of his comfort zone. Don't let fear prevent you from doing more for God. Don't let fear prevent you from doing mighty works of God. In the storm, Peter said to Jesus, who was walking on water, Jesus, if it is you, call me. And Jesus called Peter. And Peter left 11 disciples who were hamstrung, who were in bondage, who were in fear. He stepped out of the comfort zone, out of the boat, into the water, and began to walk on the water in faith. Child of God, miracles happen outside of the comfort zone. God's promises often lie outside of the comfort zone. He says to Abraham, Abraham, leave your home, leave your people. I am taking you to another land. I am going to bless you there. And Abraham stepped out of comfort. He moved into terrain that he had never been to before, but he trusted in God that God, you have promised you will bless me, so I'm going to step out. You know, fear could have held Abraham back, but no, he stepped out of his comfort zone. Glory to Jesus. I just want to spend time now just analyzing how fear manifests itself, and I'm going to use the story of Moses as Moses has an encounter with God by the burning tree. And I just want to encourage you to relate the story with what God has laid in your heart. With what God has given to you as a dream. What God has given to you as a desire. What God has given to you as a promise. God says to Moses, Moses, I've heard the Israelites. I've heard their cries and I'm about to take them out of Egypt. But I want to use you. I've chosen you to go and take them out. And Moses in Exodus chapter 3 verse 11 says, God, who am I? Who am I that I am worthy of taking out the Israelites out of Egypt. Child of God, be careful of fear. See fear coming. Because fear will cause you to interrogate, to question, to doubt who you are. Moses says, Lord, I hear you. But who am I? Little did Moses know that when he was born, he was born at a time when the Israelites in Egypt, every Jewish boy, as they were born, was supposed to be killed because Pharaoh did not want the 
nation of Israel to continue multiplying the way it was. And Moses is born at such a time when his mother gave birth to him. The Bible says the mother looked at Moses and she saw something special about him. He was special. I'm here to tell you, child of God, you are special. Don't ever question who you are. You are special. You are not a mistake on this world. When the mother looked at Moses, she says, this child is special. And I just hope she told Moses. Because Moses would not have asked this question, who am I? Child of God, fear will cause you to question, really, who am I? Lord, you've said I must start this business, but who am I? Lord, you want me to apply for that job, but who am I? Lord, you want me to go into this ministry, but who am I? Moses was born at a time when children were being killed. But the mother saw something special in you. You are who you are. You are not a mistake, child of God. God knew that you are going to be born. And you are special. There is a purpose for you in this earth. And when God puts things in you, don't let fear prevent you from stepping out out of your comfort zone. Go ahead and read that story of Moses. I don't have time to expand on it. But there was a time during this time that Pharaoh then decided that let every Jewish boy be thrown into the Nile. And the mother who had kept Moses in the house looked after him. He grew until a time she could not hide him in the house. She took him and placed him by the Nile. Cut the long story short. The princess, Pharaoh's daughter, came, found him. And Moses' sister said to her, I know someone that can help you bring up this child. And he was called Moses because Pharaoh's daughter said, I lifted him out of the water while other Jewish children were being thrown into the water. I lifted him up. He is something special. I am here to tell you, child of God, don't let fear question who you are. Child of God, you are wonderfully made and fearfully made. Child of God, you are God's masterpiece. You are not a mistake. Moses' mother looked at Moses and said, there's something special about this child. You are unique, child of God. Don't let fear engulf you. You were created for a purpose. The reason why God allowed Moses' mother not to throw him into the river, but to keep him for some months 
allow him to grow and allow for that opportune moment so that when he's placed into the Nile, someone in the palace comes and picks him up and he is brought up in the palace eventually. You are special, child of God. You are God's chosen one. You have been placed in Christ in heavenly realm. You are no longer a slave, but you are a child of God. And therefore, if you are a child of God, you are an heir to the throne. You are not just ordinary. So don't let fear make you question who you are. You are God's masterpiece. You are the chosen one. You are God's most prized possession. A price was paid on your life. A price was paid for you. Child of God. You are God's ambassador. Child of God. You are no longer a servant. But you are a friend of Christ. That is who you are. Don't let fear question who you are. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let fear bond you because you are someone else. You are not just ordinary. You are not just a mistake in this world. So when God says to Moses, Moses, I've got a purpose for you. He knew before he was born that there was going to be such a time as this. That he was going to give him a message. I'm saying to you, there's a time as this that God has given a message to you. What are you doing about it? Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let fear hold you back. I like how God responds. He says in Exodus chapter 3, verse 12, I will certainly be with you. Moses, don't, don't be so concerned about who you are. I will certainly be with you. And God is a covenant keeper. Don't worry, Moses. You are not alone. I'm with you. I will be with you. God is a covenant keeper. Later on, when you read the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, about verse 5, God says to Joshua, Joshua, Time to get up. No one shall stand against you. For as I was with Moses, so I shall be with you. Do not fear. Be strong and courageous. Because I am with you. Don't let fear hold you back, child of God. Because God is not only with you. God is in you. Because Jesus said, I go to the Father. And I will ask the Father to send another helper who will be with you forever. The world does not understand him. But you know him because he is with you and will be with you. The Bible says we are the temple of God and God's spirit dwells in us. In those days, God said, I will be with you. But today I'm saying to you, child of God, don't fear because God is with you. God is in you, child of God. Don't let fear. Don't let fear hold you back. 
There are stories to be told. There are books to be written. There are businesses to be started. There are things to be done that God has only laid in your spirit, in your heart for you to do and only you can do. And I'm saying to you, not by might, not by power, but by the Lord's Spirit shall you do these things. Child of God, never allow fear to make you question your identity. Many of us talk too much to ourselves with wrong talk instead of going to the Bible, instead of listening to such messages as these, faith comes by hearing and hearing only the word of God. Hearing the word of God. Start doing what the word of God says. Don't let fear hold you back. If I continue with the story, Moses continues to say to God, Lord, I hear you that you are coming with me. But Lord, Lord, but what if, what if they ask me, who sent me? And then about chapter 4, he says, Lord, what if they don't believe me? Child of God, number 2, Fear will manifest itself in making you worry about what people will say. How will people react? Moses says, I hear you, Lord, you are coming with me. But what if I get there and they say, who sent you? What if I get there and they don't believe me? Many people, child of God, have not pursued their dreams because of fear what people will say, because of fear what people's impression will be of them. Child of God, let me just say this to you. Very often we are worrying about the wrong things. People don't give a toss about you. Don't make yourself an idol when you are not. Don't make yourself an influencer when you are not. By faith, step out. By faith, get out of your comfort zone without caring what people would say. When Peter got out of the boat, he didn't worry about what uh, the 11 disciples were going to say. He stepped out. Don't let thoughts of what people will say prevent you. What if I fail? What if my proposal is not accepted? Let me just say to you, child of God, failure is an opportunity to learn. 
Failure is an opportunity to learn. The Bible in Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16 says, For a righteous person falls seven times and rises and rises again. I may fall, but I will rise again. And when I've fallen, I'm learning something from it. I'm learning that this is not the way to do it. I'm eliminating. So don't fear failure. Failure is an event and not your label. What will people say? Child of God. The Bible in Proverbs 29 verse 25 says fearing people is a dangerous trap. When you fear people, you don't do anything. It's as if you are the spotlight. You are not the spotlight child of God. Every person is dealing with their issues. So step out in faith. Step out trusting in God. Say to yourself, I'd rather fail and not regret. Because in the failing, I'm learning something. The guy that eventually founded KFC, many people say he failed over a thousand times or about a thousand times, but each time he failed, he got up because he learned that this is not the way to, to do it. There must be another way. David failed a number of times. But each time he failed, he got up and said, Father, may your spirit not leave me. Father, may your favor not leave me. Don't let the fear of failure prevent you from stepping out into your promises. For you shall fall. But that's not the end of it. That's not how the story ends. Ask any successful person, they'll tell you, somewhere in the journey, they failed. You know, I'm reminded of my own life. I wrote the board exam to become a chartered accountant. I failed the first time. I got up. I failed the second time. I got up. The third time I passed. But let me ask you this question. Does anyone, when they look at my designation, do they ask, how many times did you fail? Because all they see is Chartered Accountant, SA. Had I given up the first time, I would not have got the breakthroughs that God is blessed with. These were divine moments. Each time I failed, I got up. Many people fail once and never get up. So don't let people hold you back and not go for a dream. As I said earlier on, there are businesses that are waiting for you to get out of your comfort zone. 
There are prayers that people have prayed that you are the solution. They are looking for jobs and you are the job creator. They are hurting, looking for people who have been comforted, who have gone through the journey to then comfort them. And you are saying, Lord, this is not for me. Lord, this is not for me. What will people say if I fail? No, child of God. Failure is not your portion. When Moses asked God, you know, Lord, who shall I say send? God said, I am who I am. I am who I am. Moses, I don't have time to describe to you who I am. I am who I am. I am who I am. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. It would take eternity for me to describe, to explain to you who I am. When you get there, tell them I am has sent you. Because I was there in the beginning. I was there before Abraham. I will be there in eternity. Moses, tell them, I am a savior. Child of God, I'm here to tell you that I am dwells in you. I am is around you. I am walks with you. If you are in need for provision, I am the provider is in you, is with you, is for you. If you are looking for protection, I am the protector is in you. If you are looking for comfort, I am the comforter of all is in you. If you are looking for hope, I am the source of hope is in you. If you are looking for a breakthrough, I am the way is in you. If you are looking for strength, I am the strength is in you. If you are looking for refuge, I am your rock, I am your refuge is in you, child of God. Why fear? Because I am whatever you need dwells in you. I am your breakthrough in the business. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit that dwells in you. Will you do the things that I've laid in your heart to do? I am is in you. Don't allow fear to engulf you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Why allow fear prevent you from taking what God has promised you? Take possession of it. Because I am is not only coming with you, but I am is in you. If he is for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. As if Moses was done. He wasn't. 
He says in Exodus chapter 4, verse 10, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. Child of God, fear will manifest itself in saying to you, you've never done this before. Who do you think you are? You've never done this before. Stay in your comfort zone. Stay in your comfort zone. You've never done this before. Fear will do that. I'm saying to you, child of God, don't let your past limit what God wants to do with your life going forward. Don't judge God by what he did in the past. The past needs mercy. The future needs grace. Grace empowers us to do great exploits. Grace, not only for salvation, but for greater things. Grace for the impossible things. Grace for the things that you've never done before. Don't say to God, Father, I've never run a business. Father, I've never got married. Father, I've never gone beyond metric. Father, I've never applied for a job beyond this. Don't. Never use never with God in the negative sense. You can use never, you'll never leave me, Lord. But don't keep God with your never. Don't care God with your never. I will never do that. Paul says in the book of Philippians chapter 3, he says, I've not arrived there. I'm not perfect yet. But the one thing that I do the one thing that I focus on, I forget the past and I focus on what's ahead of me. Don't use never done it to prevent you focusing from the promises that lie ahead of you. When I started this ministry, I'd never done ministry before. But I trusted in God. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I'm not perfect. I'm not there. But I'm not looking at the past. I'm not being held by my past. But I'm saying, Lord, your grace gives me opportunity to move forward. To step out of my comfort zone. To step out of my comfort zone. To walk on the water. The miracles are not in the boat. The miracles are on the water. Oh, glory to Jesus. How many of us has God spoken to us to do things and we are saying, I've never done it. I've never done it. As if that was not enough. God responds to Moses. 
In Exodus chapter 4 verse 11, the Lord said to him, Who has made men's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seen, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? The Lord is saying, the things that you are saying you've got limitations on are the things that I'm going to use because I made those things so that I may be glorified. The things that you think are inferior, the things that you think are little, those are the things that I want to use so that I may be glorified. Child of God, don't let your abilities limit you. Don't let your abilities keep you in bondage because those abilities are what God gave you and God wants to use those abilities for his glory. He says to him, Moses, I said to you, I'll be with you. I said to you, I am who I am. And he says in verse 12, Exodus 4, I will be with your mouth. Because that mouth, Moses, is a mouth that I created. It may look to you like it has deficiencies, but I will perfect it. Don't look at things and say they are deficient, they are not matching the grade. Put them before God and let God use them for his glorification. Let God use them for his glorification. Because child of God, it's not your abilities, but it is your faith. It is your faith that will enable you to reach your promises, not your abilities. Jesus said to two blind men that were crying to him, Lord, 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 have mercy, give us sight. And Jesus said to them, do you believe that I can make you see? And they said, yes, we believe. And Jesus said, according to your faith, let it be so. He didn't say according to your abilities. He didn't say according to your prayer life. He said according to your faith. Yes, we need to pray, but not according to your abilities. Not according to whether you are eloquent or not. I am sending you. I am coming with you. I am is with you. I am everything that you need for the journey and for the purpose. Whatever God has laid in your heart, God is saying, I am with you. I am everything that you need. And by faith, not by your abilities, it shall be according to your faith. Moses says to God, Lord, please send someone else. Fear child of God, will cause you to doubt yourself and say, Lord, maybe this dream, maybe this promise is for the messenger, is for him and not me. 
That's what fear does. Moses, his last kick is saying, Lord, Exodus 4, verse 13, Lord, please send anyone else. Not me. In other words, I am not worthy. I don't deserve this mission. Because of fear. God has laid things in your heart. Not for Pastor Gordon. Not for the preachers that stand before you here. But in your heart. Don't say not for me. It's for someone else. It is for you, but step out of your comfort zone. Don't let fear bond you. How do you deal with fear? I'm closing. I want to give you five points that you must remember whenever fear shows up. Number one, there is no fear in love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. I mentioned an aspect of it when I open. The Bible says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Child of God, whenever fear shows up, tell fear that God loves me. Where there is love, there is no fear. God will take care of me because God loves me. God is able. God cares for me. God sent his son to die for me. God loves me so much. Nothing will separate me from God's love and fear will chuck out. Where there is love, there is no fear. Glory to Jesus. Number two, we have not been given a spirit of fear. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Child of God, fear is not your portion. God has given a spirit of power to step out of your comfort zone. A spirit of love, because where there is love, there is no fear. A spirit of self-control, where you are controlling yourself and not letting fear control you. Number three, God gives you victory. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. The Bible says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I've read this verse a number of times. But as I was preparing, what stuck out to me is that the writer here says, Thanks be to God who gives us. So in other words, God is continuously giving us the victory. The victory is always yours. So don't let fear hamstring you. Don't let fear keep you in bondage. Because whenever fear comes at you, say fear. I give thanks to God because God has given me. He gives me the victory. I am victorious in this situation. I am going to step out in faith because God has given me victory. Not on my own, not through my own doing. But in Christ Jesus. God is a giver. He's constantly giving you victory. Glory to Jesus. Number four. Jesus has destroyed the works of the devil. 
Jesus has destroyed the works of the devil. When men fell, he went into hiding and said, I was afraid. Sin came and Jesus has destroyed that in Jesus' most precious name. Jesus has destroyed that and replaced it with the spirit of power, a spirit of love, a spirit of self-control. Once again, glory to the King. First John chapter 3 verse 8 says, or the second part of it says, the Son of God appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. Child of God, in the spiritual realm, the works of the devil are completely destroyed. And there is coming a time when Jesus is coming back to take his own and the devil knows where his destination is. And is fearful of that destination. So he then brings fear into the world so that he can take people with him to his destiny. He fears the destiny. Number five. Jesus came so that he may reign in life. He may reign. Romans 5 verse 17. The Bible says, For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through that one man, how much more, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. He came so that we may reign. You cannot reign in fear. Fear and reign are not together. Child of God, when fear comes, tell the devil, devil, you brought death, but Jesus brought life so that I could reign. You reign for a time, but today I have been given the gift of grace. I have been given the gift of righteousness and I reign. Glory to Jesus. We thank you, God, for your word. It is my prayer, Heavenly Father, that anyone that said this word may it sink into their hearts, O dear God. Father, I pray for protection from the devil stealing it. May it grow in their hearts that are fertile soil, so that, Heavenly Father, it will bear fruit, not just tenfold. A hundredfold king of glory, thirtyfold, fiftyfold, my God. May they produce more fruit, my God. Having remained in the vine, having remained in the vine. Father, we thank you for your word. Before I close, I just want to also extend an opportunity. For someone that hasn't obeyed Jesus, Lord, and Savior of their lives, here's an opportunity for you to make Jesus your Lord. You may have heard about Jesus, but have never accepted him as your Lord. You may have listened to messages, but have never accepted Jesus as your Lord. You may have attended church, but have never accepted Jesus as your Lord. The Bible says, no one comes to the Father except through me. This is Jesus' name. 
I just want to give you this opportunity to come to the Father. The only way through Jesus. All you need to do is just say this prayer with me and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Today, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, come and dwell in my heart. Today, I am a new creation. God, I thank you that my sins are forgiven through the blood of Jesus. Today, I'm no longer a slave. I'm no longer a servant, but I'm a friend. I am a child of God. I thank you, God, in Jesus' most precious name. If you've made the prayer, please text us on the number that's showing below. We'd like to pray with you. We'd like to connect with you because you've made the best decision you'll ever make in your life because this decision has granted you eternal life. This decision confirms that Jesus did not come in vain. His gospel is not in vain. We thank you God, give you the glory in Jesus' most precious name.